This is Rama for Today Radio. Well, you know, I'm new in Pentecostal circles. I've just come out of the Baptist, you know. I do know enough that the power does fall. See, prayer will bring that power into manifestation. Are you listening to me? See? And I do know that the power of God does fall like rain. The Bible, Bible in fact, calls it early and latter rain. The Bible, Hosea prophesied that the Lord will come unto us as the rain. And the Bible said, you know, about Peter preaching down at Cornelius' household. In Acts, the 10th chapter, we quote the 38th verse a while ago where Peter said how God anointed Jesus and Nazareth the Holy Ghost and power went about doing good and healing all the press of the devil. And uh, then in the 44th through the 46th verse said, while Peter yet spake unto them, the Holy Ghost fell. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan. First of all, we'd like to say Merry Christmas to you. We hope you're enjoying a most celebrated time of our Savior's birth. As you spend time with family and mingle with friends, keep Jesus at the center of it all. And it's a great day to share with Jesus all that He means to you today and every day and share Him with others in your life. We're so thankful for Him. And thank you for being with us on Christmas Day. If you've been listening, you've been developing your faith for healing. So let's continue with these powerful teachings. And I'll be back after the message to give you details about this month's special radio offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan. Knock on the pastor's door. So I go to the door and there's a little boy there, about seven or eight years old, cotton-headed. Folks want to know what a cotton-headed boy is. Platinum-haired, blonde, you know, except just, just white. That's what I mean. You ever see cotton? It's white, isn't it? Isn't it? Well, his hair is just as white as cotton. I, I was out of weight until I was 12 years old. I was just as white as cotton. My hair was just white. I used to be a blonde. Now, as this boy's age, my hair was more blonde than his. Just, my hair is just golden blonde. Golden blonde. Natural. <laughs> I ain't put anything on it. Still don't put anything on it. Amen. My mother-in-law, you know, is B88, her birthday, you know, said, Kenneth, what are you using on your hair? I said, nothing. Now you're bound to be, because you've got some white hairs here. You'd be great, more gray than that at your age. I said, no, I'm not putting anything on my hair. You know, nothing. Just, just, just combing it. <laughs> Amen. But anyway, it's, it's got a little darker through the years. <laughs> so this boy was a cotton-headed boy. That's what I mean, cotton-headed. You understand now? I mean, I understand what I mean now. Good. So the reason I, reason I explained that is, I've said that before, and people didn't come around, what's a cotton-headed boy? <laughs> well, that's what I mean. He's white-haired. <laughs> Amen. And a little fellow, about, about, about seven, eight years old, something like that. He said, when I went to the door, he just blurted out. Somebody knocked on the door. I went to the door and there he stood. I don't know him. I've only, I've only preached there one Sunday. I held revival there four or five months before. But I preached one Sunday. I haven't become acquainted with him. I didn't know who he was. He said, Mama wants you to come pray for her. Well, I said, who? she's sick, he said. I said, well, who's Mama? You know, I didn't even know who Mama is, much less him. <laughs> he said, Sister so-and-so, Sister S. Her name began with an S. Well, I recognized then when he said her name that she was one of the Sunday school teachers. And I said, son, you stand right there until I put my tie and coat on 
and uh, yeah, I'll let you show me the way to your house because I don't know where they live, how to get there. So he waited. He showed me the way to their home. And I went in and there the lady is on the bed, you know. Well, like I'd been doing with the Baptists in the other full gospel church I pastored, I got that little bottle of oil out, took the top off of it, got a little oil on my finger, anointed her forehead, knelt by the bed, prayed, got up, said amen, got up, put the top on the bottle, put it in my pocket, and started to leave. Now she said, Brother B, the farmer pastor, he'd ever been, been, evidently been praying for healing too, you know, <laughs> said he always prayed till the power fell. Well, you know, I'm new in Pentecostal circles. I've just come out of the Baptist, you know. I do know enough that the power does fall. See, prayer will bring that power into manifestation. Are oh, you listening to me? See? And I do know that the power of God does fall like rain. The Bible, Bible, in fact, calls it early and latter rain. The Bible, Hosea prophesied that the Lord will come unto us as the rain. And the Bible said, you know, about Peter preaching down at Cornelius' household. In Acts, the 10th chapter, we quoted the 38th verse a while ago where Peter said how God anointed Jesus and as the Holy Ghost of power went about doing good, he gnawed the press of the devil. And uh, then in the 44th through the 46th verse said, while Peter yet spake unto them, the Holy Ghost fell. While Peter yet spake unto them, that's Cornelius' household, the Holy Ghost fell on them. Doesn't it? Fell like rain, we know, of course, from reading the Old Testament. Fell on them, and they of the circumcision, as many as came with Peter, these brethren, were astonished. Now notice this. Because that on the Gentiles was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. You talk about it falling, talked about it being poured out. Rain or water falls, or it can be poured out. We talk about an outpouring sometime of the Spirit of God, don't we? Uh, are you listening? So then, I, I knew then that the power did fall. So I got back down on my knees and I thought, well, I guess, you know, I'm full gospel now. And I guess that's the way they do it over here. So I got down on my knees and prayed for about an hour. It took me an hour and a half to pray it down. To pray it into manifestation is a better word. It was there all the time, you see. But they thought it wasn't because it wasn't manifested. But see, it took me about an hour and a half. And I finally got experts where I could do it much quicker than that. <laughs> Amen. You, you can, you know. You can, you know. I prayed about an hour and a half and the power fell. Oh, my, my, my. It's just like rain falling on us in that room. Holy Ghost, power of God fell. The woman shook. The bed shook. The house shook. I mean, a clear day. I'm not exaggerating it. Because all through the summer, I'd go at least twice a week and pray the power down. On that woman, never did get healed, but I prayed the power down on her. And, uh, and, and you go, I've gone down to see, I started in June. And I'll, I'll skip over to August real quick. And you know, down in Texas in August, a clear day, you know, oh, you look around, maybe one or two little cumulus clouds, white clouds there, but not a, not, 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 uh, not a leaf stirring. Big old trees in the yard, not a leaf, just still as it could be, not a leaf stirring. And yet God's my witness that the power of God fell until in that bedroom, the windows rattle like there's a storm or like the wind was, the windows rattle. I mean, the power of God come on her, she shook till she nearly shook off of the bed. I got up and went home. Well, she's healed now because she felt the power, you see. This first time now. So I got up and went home. 
We continued, my wife and I, to straighten up what little old belongings we've got and take them out of boxes and put them up one thing or another. And along about 2 o'clock, 2.30 in the afternoon, just knock on the door and I go to the door and there's that same little old boy. Said, Mama wants you to come pray for her. Well, I said, I thought she got healed this morning. He said she did, but she's worse now. So I went back down there and prayed another hour and a half until I prayed the power down. She shook, the bed shook, the house shook, and I went home. The next morning, about 10 or 10.30, there's a knock on the door, and I go to the door, and I said, that little cotton-headed boy, Mama wants you to come pray for her. I said, I thought she got healed twice yesterday. He said she did, but she's worse today. She's hurting awfully bad. Well, I said, all right, I'll be down there in a few minutes, put on my tie, my coat, went out. Anointed with oil, prayed an hour and a half till I prayed the power down. Power fell on her, she shook, the bed shook, the house shook, the windows rattled, I went home. Sometime in the middle of the afternoon, there's a knock on the door, and I went to the door, and I said, that little cotton, I said, I know, Mama wants me to come pray for her. <laughs> I said, I thought she got healed three times already. He said she did, but she's hurting worse, wants you to come pray for her. So I went back down there and prayed the power down. Now that went on all the summer. I'm going to skip June now and July, we'll go over to August. You're not going every day, but you're going at least two or three times a week. And, uh, and so then we'll skip over 39, we'll skip over 40, and we'll get over to 43 now. And you're still going down there. She's still not healed. Oh, yeah, she gets over it and wears it out and gets up and comes to church, and then she's back down again, you know, just goes on and on and on and on and on. So we were in a revival meeting, and we'd been building some onto the postage, a couple of rooms and so on, and bath, and I'm back there shaving, getting ready. The van is going to preach. And so, actually, some of the men of our church were carpenters, and they had built this addition, and I'd help them in this little finishing, you know, like putting out baseboard and so on. And so, I, I, I wanted to finish all that out. I did the paper and all that, see, and I've finished now. And I want to put the baseboard down and all that. And, and so, I worked a little late so I wouldn't have to work the next day. And, and, and then, it's, you know, folks are already parking on the church lot. It's time to, you know, parking lot between the parsonage and the church. And I'm running a little late because I wanted to finish the work, you know. And, and I heard my wife up front let somebody in the house. And I heard him say, he's back there in the bathroom. And I looked up, and here comes this little cotton-headed boy. Well, we worked together for four years, you see. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, I can read his mind. I, you know. yeah. He never said anything. I said, yeah, I know. I know. Mama wants me to come pray for I was going to say, because, you see, when I, when I saw him, I looked at my watch. It's 10 minutes till time to start church. Well, how in the world are you going to get down there to her house and get an hour and a half praying in in 10 minutes? Didn't get back in time to start serving. So I said, I was going to say, will it be all right to wait till after church? But I said, will. That's all I got out of my mouth. He said, no. She said, come on right now. She, before church, she's just hurting awfully bad. See, we'd worked together as long as we knew what another what another's going to say, you know. Except he's nine years old now, you know, almost ten instead of six, you see. But we worked together. He's still cotton-headed. So I said, "Well, all right then." So I finished my shaving, jumped into my go-to-meeting clothes, ran out the back. Now I had a car sitting right there by the back door of the parsonage. But if you went by car, it really take you longer to get there. See, the way you had to go. See, I, I ran out the back door of the parsonage, in behind the church, and down an alley, and then up another alley that cars didn't run up, you know, but you could run down them or walk down them, you know, and, and across another... 
You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about a special offer from Ken and Lynette, the Health Food Devotions. On October 1st, 1979, Reverend Kenneth E. Hagan began prayer and healing school on the Broken Arrow campus of Rama Bible Training College in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Health Food Devotions is a compilation of Kenneth Hagan's teachings on healing during his first year of prayer and healing school. To order, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99, 1-888-FAITH-99. Ask the operator for Kenneth E. Hagan's book, Health Food Devotions, for a discounted price of $12.75. That number again is toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99, 1-888-FAITH-99. Order online by December 19th and have your product in time for Christmas. If you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. You can also connect online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. We always love to hear from our listeners, and there are resources to help with finances, marriage, and work. So write in or email us. Become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. You know, hon, we have our Word of Faith magazine. Mm-hmm. We have all kinds of things, and you can go you to Rama. You can see Rama. us on Roku. Yeah, Roku. We stream live our services. Yes. You can go to rama.org, and you can find podcasts there, and yes. you can download previous Rama praises That's if right. you want to. You can listen to our radio broadcast, yes. our Rama for today. All these things can be accessed. Right? Mm-hmm. The Word of Faith magazine, you can ask for a hard copy, but yes. you can download it or you can read it right online, right That's there. Right. We encourage you to order your copy of Health Food Devotions by Kenneth E. Hagan, a day-by-day instruction on healing. Just call 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, that's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan continues to give you some of his messages on the healing anointing.